everybody. This is Noelle. And I'm Jenna. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Happy Friday! Freaky Friday! Freaky, freaky! Alright, as you guys know, the routine lately is just to get the nitty gritty out of the way early. I'll just let you know that one of the easiest and cheapest ways to support us is to leave us a five-star review anywhere you can. We know for sure you can leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Audible, Acast, and you can leave recommendations on our Facebook page. Another free way to support us is to interact with our posts on the socials and share the posts and our podcast with your friends and families. If you don't already, head over to our socials and give us a follow. You can follow us on Facebook at More Than Murder, Insta at More Than Murder Pod, and Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder. You can also follow us on TikTok. Great job, Jenna. I didn't, I was not paying any attention to that. <laughs> nice. And you switched Twitter and I was, I got it, guys! Shit. All right, so you can follow us on TikTok at More Than Murder Pod, as well as on YouTube at More Than Murder. And also, something I see a lot on my own page is people asking for podcast recommendations on their just like regular Facebook posts. Yeah, yeah. Put More Than Murder because the more yes. people that see that in the yeah. comments will like it. I had a Who girl. doesn't love true crime? Come on. Well, Who doesn't at this point? I'm going to shout out to um, TKN Fashion. I follow her on Facebook. She's a beginner. She's um, self-teaching herself um, how to make dresses and clothing, and she asked us to post our page links, and I did. I posted More Than Murder, and she and, like, seven other people from that gave us a follow. Like, two others were business pages. I was wondering. It seemed like our Facebook went up a little bit. I was like, oh. just that thread. So, seriously, anytime people say post people's pages or post, you know, podcast recommendations, what do you listen to when you drive? Post more than murder because it really helps. It really, really does. Alrighty then. So today we are not going to chat a lot. Jenna and I are going shopping after, so oh we want to get this done as quickly as possible. I don't even know the last excited. time we've had a shopping day. <laughs> oh my god. I think we went to the mall, but it was like the 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 the, 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 the not so nice mall. Yeah, there's not a lot of stores name. there. Um, and it just was. We were kind of just walking around. This is like we're going to move money. Well, and it was shopping. It was exciting though because it was, it like was the, the first time, time after COVID. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so we should get pretzels. Oh, definitely. Ooh, we don't go to the mall without. So. Okay, I'm going to be so bloated for the next week. That's okay. So. Today's episode is on a man I have never heard of, yet he was a serial murderer who killed and sexually assaulted 23 boys and mm, men. Lovely. I'm going to throw it out there that this episode contains graphic information and listener discretion is always advised. Always. I'm not going to be getting into the nitty gritty of what happened because he literally had the same M.O., Every time. He never did something different. It's ever. so weird, yeah. Like, there was, it was just, as opposed to a lot of, like, we were talking about last night, a yeah. lot of all the other serial killers we've talked about, there's always something different that they do that's uh-huh. very shocking. Yeah. But this guy just did the same thing, so I'm going to tell the story a little bit different today. As you can tell by the title, this week's episode is on the Bayou Strangler, also known as Ronald Joseph Dominique. This guy. This guy. This guy. Look at the You can see... Him pictures of him and he looks like a creep so anyways ronald dominique was born january 9th 1964 in thibodeau louisiana and his family lived in a trailer park and it was reported that they struggled a little bit financially from here on out i'm going to be calling him by his last name dominique 
But I just didn't want you guys to think that I was talking about a female. A woman named Dominique. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to let you know. Screw him. Now we're on to Dominique. <laughs> yes. This is Ronald Dominique still, but he will be referred to as Dominique. Oh, we always do last names, guys. You know this. By Sometimes. Now. There are certain murderers that are referred to most as, like, their first names or the or the nicknames. So sometimes. Yes, yes. Or I, like, interchange it as yeah. a through because I don't want to be, like. The same name Dominique, over and over Dominique, anywhere. Dominique, yep. Dominique, 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 you know. Yep, same. So, Dominique was not one of the popular kids in school. He preferred to sing in choir in school instead of doing sports, and he did not participate in any sort of high school partying with drugs and alcohol, which yeah, I think, I. yeah, I think more the power, more the power to you yeah. for being strong in that department, especially in high school where peer pressure is just so yeah, huge. Yeah, exactly. And plus, I was in multiple different choruses, so. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't have the friends that partied. Yeah. You know, like, I went to a couple... Yeah, we. I definitely went to parties. Once but. my dad, like, was working nights and people could use me for yeah. my empty apartment, then it was uh, like, ooh, let's party with Jenna and her older brother can buy us beer. Uh, before that, funny. it wasn't, like, anything. Now, with all that being said, Dominique was also reportedly uh, overweight as a child, and as we know... That, coupled with his preferences, made him a target for the mean kids at school to bully him because that's what mean kids do. Anything out of the norm or what you feel is Mm -hmm. norm or right or looks good. I mean, if you're not perfect, then you're getting picked on. I mean, I was not overweight, but I was a very, very skinny girl. Yeah, yeah. Tall, I was told. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was tall and gangly, and then, you know, I was constantly told to eat a hamburger. I was short and tubby, so I was, you know, I know, People picked on me for being too skinny. You're going to get picked on for being Mm -hmm. too big. You you just can't be perfect. Which in turn makes us pick on ourselves because we're not the way that they look at us. Yeah. It's all fucked. I know. But this guy's fucked. (sighs) So they also picked on him for being gay, but he denied it, especially being in the 60s in Louisiana. He obviously wasn't going to take any risks. And in that young, I mean, we had kids that we were like, "Mm, you know, you might be flying that way, but they never, you know, came out. You don't know for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually... If he was born in 64 and he's in high school, then this is probably more into the 70s at this point. That's still not a great... No, that's not a time when you're going to come out at all. People, I mean, if you watch Brokeback Mountain, that was... It's only just now really becoming... Okay-ish for people. Yeah, and it's okay-ish because there's still those people out there that are like, this is wrong and Mm -hmm. against God. The bigots. You know, that's how my accent goes when I get that. (laughs) Yeah, the pastor. (laughs) Yep. Mm So, it turns out that Dominique did discover that he preferred men over women and would moonlight at a local gay bar as Patty LaBelle. And I'm assuming maybe one of the kids saw him or heard about him being there, and maybe that's how they kind of got the inclination, because he really kept to himself most of the time. So, was he he in drag doing this? Yes, he he literally moonlighted as Patty. So... After school, he went to university, but computer science, he didn't mesh with it well. I guess he got bored and he dropped out. Mm -hmm. Ever since, it was really hard for him to find a job. He didn't have experience at anything. He wasn't really a compliant employee and would get fired often. I think he had trouble with people in authority, you know, like... Yeah, telling them what to do and eat. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, So. He started to get in trouble after that for harassment, and on August 26, 1996, he was even arrested for rape. His neighbors um, reported to police that there was a half-dressed man that was escaping through Dominique's window, and at this point, he still, as an adult, he chose to still live in a trailer, so it wasn't like they were jumping out of like a... Because I was picturing the whole Dahmer situation where this kid literally 
you know, was naked running from his house. And I picture oh, this two-story yeah, yeah, yeah. home. No. But this is literally, so luckily yeah, he didn't have yeah. to, like, jump Scale. three stories half naked. A lot God. of times, like, trailer windows are shit, though. Yeah, they, they are. They are shit. Like, my, the one trailer I lived in, it was, like, a double-paned window, mm-hmm. like a storm window. And it, like, moved to the side, and you had, like, those weird, like... Moved to the side? Yeah, it, like, Ours moved to the... the side, and it was it was really fucking weird, and they were yeah. hard to open. I, like, couldn't get them open. Before Dad changed the windows in the in their house, because it's te- technically a double-wide, but you wouldn't know it Mine now with what they've done. yeah, exactly. But, um, <laughs> you just have to pinch those things and pull them up, but those things are... It's just a pain in the so ass. So if you're stuck. trying to, like, yes. escape... And you got to do that through two windows and possibly a screen also. Yeah, and who knows how old any, any yeah. of it was. And it, like, I feel oh. like it was probably, like, dirty. I feel like there was, like, it was probably, like, grimy, you know, yeah. so maybe yeah. it was harder. I don't know. That's just the kind of the image I get with Ronald Dominique. Yeah, I don't think he was, you know. A cleanly, hygienic. Taking care of himself very yeah. well. But I you just, never know. He could have been completely. He could have been. The opposite, neurotic, like I me. only say that, people, because just the picture, the vibes I get from the picture are just not. Yeah. They're yeah. not. So, they're not. We speculate, guys. We speculate. Don't yes. come for us. If you know that he had a really clean house, let us know. Yeah, there you go. If you know his windows weren't grimy and gunky, mm. let us know. But I feel like even, like, with Dahmer, like, the house was disgusting because he literally was killing yes. people inside the house, keeping the bodies, doing, like, <sighs> things to the bodies, so. That will come later on, folks. Oh, we're doing <laughs> Dahmer, I think, next week, guys. There you go. There was a little foreshadowing. Weird. We're doing two, like... Yeah, rapist. Serial killers. Yeah. Huh, okay. Okay. Oh, and predominantly, like, colored victims, too. Yes, we will talk about that. Yeah. So, um, let's see. His bail after he was arrested for this. So, he was sent to jail. And he did have a bail set at $100,000. But no one knew who the victim was. So, charges were just dropped. Yeah, yeah. And he was released. You, you can't. I mean, you just have... It's terrible, though. ...a story based on that. They'll figure out that they wish they would have kept him in jail Don't all they these always. different times. Don't they fucking mm-hmm. always. He was then later arrested in 2002 for assaulting a woman after, like, he claims that in a parking lot she hit a baby's stroller with her car, which Made just sounds crazy, but he's, like, shouting at her and forcing her to, like, apologize, and so she apologizes and he just clocks her in the face okay. after she apologizes, Okay. Jesus Christ. So he really does not like women. <laughs> I guess not. Which, I mean, usually, like, gay best friend, you know? Like, you love the ladies. And, yeah. Huh. So, mind you, Dominique never really did grow out of his high school body size, if you will. He was considered obese at this time. Now, I know got that. bigger. Yeah. Obesity is very questionable in this country and everywhere else because of body mass index. But you could, this man, you know. He didn't, he gives Well, yeah, this is, this, this is, is a, different. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, like, I'm technically, on the scale, I'm technically obese because of my body, you yeah, know, Yeah, that's just ridiculous. But people have always been like, no, 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 like, this guy, you look at him, and you're like, okay, yeah, he's, he's yeah. a big dude. Yeah. No offense to anybody. We're not offensive, you know, but there, that is a scientific term. You no, know, yeah, obesity yeah, that's what thing. I'm saying. I'm technically so, fucking obese. So, now, and I mentioned this because... He, he killed 23 people and raped yeah. them. So he was How? not only obese, but he carried, he walked with a cane everywhere he went. And it's like mind blowing to me that somebody that has these limitations can overpower, do all that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just crazy. So he was actually arrested and let go like seven times before he began to escalate his crimes. And he was also in and out of jail. So 
What we didn't know is that he actually escalated his crimes back in July of 1997. Hmm. So he was originally arrested for that rape in 1996. Okay. I think I said, right? Yeah, Yeah, six. And then a year later, he started to escalate. Yeah. And I bet you it was because that guy got away and he went to prison for it. And we'll talk about that at the he end. He doesn't want someone else to come along and, and, and undo his, his dirty deeds. So the night, I believe, of July 12th, Dominique picked up a hitchhiker named David Mitchell, who was 19 years old. If you remember, Dominique was successful in bringing a man back to his trailer once before, that half-naked man who escaped through the window. Mm-hmm. And he now manages to get David to agree to come back to his trailer with him this time again. Don't go back to the trailer with the big guys. Yeah. Looks a little off. He is, yeah. I mean, there's this dude looks like the exact man I picture when you listen to Sublime's date rape song. Like that is who I picture. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so he he would give anybody off vibes. It's incredible to me that he was able to lure anybody. To be honest, I want to know what his voice sounds like. I know. I'd be. I don't know why. Well. I don't think about that a lot. But like with this guy, just looking at him, like I just want to know, like. I want to hear his voice. Yeah. Seems I bet like you there's interviews, like a, I'm sure. Like a, a squeakier high pitch for mm-hmm. some reason. It just looks like that to me. So this time he wouldn't let David escape. He tied David up and raped and murdered him before dumping his body in a sugarcane field and leaving. I bring up this next point because I feel like it's important to mention, and I wasn't going to until I read that this poor boy was dumped in a sugarcane field. David Mitchell was a black man. And so were, like, 20 or eight, uh, 19 of his other victims. I believe only three of his victims were white. I bring this up because this is now the 90s in the South, and Ronald Dominique is white. I also bring it up because on top of luring this boy to his home, sexually assaulting and murdering him, Dominique then, he, then had the audacity to just dump David's body in a sugarcane field. Mm-hmm. When slavery was abound in this country, the slaves were made to pick cotton fields and tend to the sugar canes and so on in the blistering sun. Especially down in the, the in Louisiana states, which were yeah. Louisiana. Right. And I feel him dumping David's body there was honestly just a spit could've in been. his face for being black. Yeah, it very well could have been. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. It's, it's the 90s still. The 90s. We're still not over it now. I mean, no. and it was, and especially down south, it took it takes way longer for yeah, anything yeah. progressive to down happen south. down yeah, south. Yeah, exactly. Whether it be race or women's uh-huh. rights or anything, even gay rights. I went to uh, hold on, I gotta take a sip of water. La la. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when <laughs> Gustavo and I had our honeymoon in Tennessee in 2015, uh-huh. there was a church that said, "God hates gays." On the yeah. billboard. Yeah. Okay, oh, this yeah. is in 2015. There's still churches so, teaching all that hatred. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with racism. So that's why I bring it up. I believe that, I do believe that Ronald Dominique was racist. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So this goes on and on until 2006. So for the next nine years, Dominique Holy would... Holy crap. Yep. He would lure young, mostly black men, a few How white men. I not hear about this guy? I know. That's what I am saying. Even any article you bring up, they say the little known serial killer. And that's yeah. what blows my mind because nowadays, with all these crazy other things happening in the world, viruses, pandemics, mm-hmm. you know, government shit, mm-hmm. everything like that, we don't even hear about murders half the time. There are serial killers still wandering that we don't actually hear oh, yeah. about committing yeah. murders because there's all this mm-hmm. other shit in the news. 
Yeah. And I'm curious as to, like, are there like current serial killers 2006. Right now? I mean, it was a little bit before, you know, the impending, what we're like now. This What society is like yeah. now with social media. Like, I mean, my brother graduated we were, high school in 2006. Yeah, it was probably on it's MySpace. Crazy. But MySpace wasn't full of news. No, and like what, it was fun. It was so much fun. I miss yeah. customizing my profile. Coding? Come on, Facebook. Freaking coding it. for your background, dude. Dude, we were I know. coding at, like, age... I had all different backgrounds, colors Ten. of my font, text oh, yeah. font, yeah. and then I had like there a, was um, music could, and you could make your top eight like customized yeah. too. So I only had like a top like four, and I was like, "Oh, you guys are elite!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get yeah, on with it because yeah. I want to go shopping. Different world, different yeah, world. different world. That's where we're at. Anyways. Now, like I said, he would search for hitchhikers, young gay men, vagrants, people who had a heavy criminal rap sheet and have been in and out of jail. People um, that wouldn't be cared about. Exactly. Just like yeah. when men would go for sex workers. Yeah, yeah. So those who are also struggling with addiction of drugs or sold drugs. Um, and that also goes with the race card. Mm-hmm. They go for the, the troubled people, but then mm-hmm. they're also like, well, I'm also going to go for the marginalized people. Exactly. Yeah. Bullshit. For more reasons than one, not just because he feels that they wouldn't be looked after, you know, nobody would be looking for them because people were looking but for also, these boys. Lesser, but you know, he feels like, he like feels, yeah. he's the higher race, yeah. and it's just yeah. disgusting. We don't feel that. Once he had them, one of the ways he would lure the boys in was to tell them that his quote wife enjoyed bondage and would offer her in trade sex for money, which is fucked up in itself. But we also know he yeah. had no wife and he was gay. So these boys were not gay? Not all of them. Okay. okay. No, there were okay. some gay men. Some of them were just, like I said, they were um, got into trouble or Down some of them had drug problems, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, Dominic, but if they weren't, he could be like, oh, hey, my wife's at home. You want to come? You know? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. But if they were gay, he would just invite them back to his house to have a nice time, you yeah. know. Yeah. He even, he even began a, re- a relationship with the last man that he killed, who was bisexual. Oh, damn. Okay. So, Dominique would then proceed, like I said, to rape and kill every one of them. His tried and true method was strangulation. So, he would... That's why I didn't really go into every single one. It's just the same thing, and it's horrible. Yeah, I don't need to read We don't it. need it drilled into our heads that that 23 times this is what happened. Strangle, so. strangle, strangle. It's awful. He did leave semen samples a few times, which is ridiculous. Like, this they guy is a did. fucking idiot. They all did, though, because D... Well, no, yeah, but he, this, this is, is the, the 90s. 90s into the 2000s, yeah, so he and is dumb. You'll see how dumb he even gets. So oh, he's stupid. No, he's, he's dumb. He, yeah. So he then dumped the bodies in fields, ditches, and dumpsters, places where they would honestly be easily be found. found. Yeah. So he even left battery savers on. Shh, I'm almost done with this episode, computer. <laughs> so he even left the victim's ID cards once next to his body where he was dumped. The boy wasn't found until the rodents had cleared his flesh and all that was left was bones and his ID cards. So thank God his ID cards were there because it would take a lot longer and be way harder, possibly impossible to ID. Yeah. yeah. So even though these murders happened within nine years... And 23 victims, many of the times these killings did happen within days of each other. So yeah, yeah. sometimes they were spread out. Sometimes they he'd take a break because he yes. felt good. And then he'd need the compulsion would come back. He'd have to kill again. Mm-hmm. Or was trying to at least stay under the radar somewhat. 
And it's like an addiction. Think about an addiction. You're like fighting yourself and you're like, maybe he was like, you know, I don't want to do this. So he's trying to fight the urge and then that compulsion comes and he's like, I have to do this. You know, yeah. like you, you never know the inner workings of a head and yeah. a person in the brain. The last confirmed murder was in the summer of 2006, and he even began, like I said, to date this young man before he did to him what he'd done to all the others before. Weird. In two th- I know. In 2006, he lured Ricky Wallace to his trailer and said his girlfriend likes to participate in bondage and offered him some drugs. Dominique also offered Ricky to have his girlfriend tie him up, but Ricky declined, and Dominique actually let him leave. Oh. Ricky ended up going to the police, who was apparently questioned, uh, who apparently questioned his story at first because of Ricky's own history with the justice system, of course. As they fucking do. But they went and picked up Dominique for questioning anyways. Okay. During the interrogation, law enforcement asked Dominique to donate a blood sample, and this fucking guy agrees. Dumbass. Knowing that he has literally I mean, good on us, because then, you know, we, we can get the guy, but for his own self, I know. that's fucking stupid. You don't... You don't drink the water. You don't do any of the things. Don't spit your gum out. Don't, no. Nothing. Do don't not touch anything. give your DNA willingly. So long. Especially you're murdering kids. I know. It's just. So this is what I say. He either. He must either not think he left any DNA on any of his victims or he simply didn't care and maybe actually wanted to get caught maybe. at this point. I think he's like a cocky motherfucker too. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, eh. I know. That's me. that's you why I would like me. to see his, not only his voice, but just his demeanor. Yeah, how he talks, yeah. the, the body language mm-hmm. that comes out of him. Like, I, I don't know why, but I feel, is he short? Do you know if he's, Look like, at really that last short? picture. Because he looks short. He looks very short to and me. He looks, he like, looks like, he'd like he's like, probably, like, 5'4". He looks like he'd be, like, a mousy, kind of, like, Doesn't you know, he kind of look like, rest in peace, Vern Troyer in that picture? <laughs> his oh, face. Oh, he does kind of. He does. Oh, my God. Did you see the freaking Austin Powers freaking Super Bowl commercial? No, I didn't. <gasps> oh my god, it was I'll so good. It, it was Dr. Evil. That's it was funny, because like we were just talking one. about it. I know, and I was freaking out. Hold on, I only got a little bit of battery. Okay, let's go. So it come to light that Dominique was responsible for many rapes, murders, and missing boys and victim, uh, many boys and men. And these are just his confirmed, the ones that he confessed to. Yeah, yeah. The I ones that they probably could tie to him. There was DNA, there yeah. was evidence. And it didn't say whether or not all these men were found, or if he pointed out where all of them were. It did not say, I'm oh, hoping that they okay. found everybody. Yeah, because sometimes that doesn't happen. I glossed over the victims earlier because I wanted to give them their own time here, so now I'm going to list for you his victims. Bear with me, because, like I said, he murdered 23 boys and men. Mm-hmm. The first was David Mitchell. He was 19, and he was found in the St. Charles Parish, as were the next two. The second one was Gary Pierre. He was 20 years old, December 1997. Larry Ranson, 38 years old, July 31st, 1998. Oliver LeBanks, 27, October 1998. Joseph Brown, 16 years old, October 1998. Bruce Williams, 18 years old, November 1998. So literally a lot in 1998 honestly for yeah least. i mean two right in october yeah. alone holy crap their ages range too he didn't really have like a so it seems to be like between MO. mostly on average i would say between 18 and 40 but there is a yeah. one that's younger than 18 and or, or another one that's older than 40 so it is very ranging mm-hmm. it's just anybody he could get any seems. yeah exactly so, let's see, I left off on Oliver LeBanks. Joseph Brown, oh no, 16. Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Willis. I almost said, like, is Bruce she her, Williams. I read it in my head, Bruce Willis, because, sorry guys, yeah. Bruce Williams. Yes, November 1998. 
Manuel Reed, 21, May 1999. Angel Mejia, May- sorry. Mejia? Mejia, yeah. Mejia. Um, it's hard with the J and the I right now. I couldn't see it. You can't see it. And I thought the J was the I for a second because yeah, my eyes suck. Yeah, got the I. Yep. Or so, the J. <laughs> dot your I's and cross your J's. Yep. <laughs> so Angel Mejia, 34 years old, June 1999. Mitchell Johnson, 34 years old, August 1999. It almost seems like he has three to four a year, but then the next one is only two a year. So I don't know. It's, it's all weird. Michael Vincent, 23, January 2000. Mm. Kenneth Randolph Jr., 20 years old, August, I'm sorry, October 2002. Yeah. Anoka Jones, 26 years old, October 12, 2002. Detrell Woods, 19 years old, May 24, 2003. Larry Matthews, 46, October 2004. Michael Barnett, 2000, I'm sorry, 21, October 24, 2004. Leon Lirette, 22, February 2005, August Watkins, 31 years old, April 2005, Kurt Cunningham, 23 years old, April 2005, Alonzo Hogan, 28 years old, July 2005, Wayne Smith, 17 years old, August 2005, Chris DeVille, 40 years old, September 2005, Jeez Louise. Nicholas mm. Pellegrin. He was getting real bad 2005. Dude, 2005 is His bad. biggest year. Yeah. February, April, April, July, August, September. Uh, yeah, and then November. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know if you hadn't gotten there. I hadn't gotten there yet right now. <laughs> yeah. Nicholas Pellegrin. Two th- uh, sorry. 21 years old. November 2005. Christopher Sutterfield is the last victim. He was 27 years old. And he that was October 2006. Hmm. I feel like we don't know everybody. I feel like that, With too. With these gaps, like, either either he did stop for a while for some reason. Maybe, you know, he was watching the news mm-hmm. and there was a lot of talk about the bodies being found and he maybe got a little scared. I don't know. But there's a lot of gap in there and then it's just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like, it goes 99. It doesn't seem like 2000, somebody who would take a break. one in 2000? Yeah. I find that hard to believe. And then 2002, there's two, and then one in 2003. Yeah. So, like, I feel like there's probably victims that just were not. I think so, too. I mean. Identified or found. So, when Dominique was asked why he decided to escalate from rape to murder, he answered that he was afraid of going back to prison for rape, and so he killed his victims to keep them quiet. Well, now you're going for murder. Which, you idiot. Like, if Duh. that was the case, why are you just, like, throwing them about? I know. For everyone to see, which just I don't murder. Just don't murder, don't rape, don't do yeah, the things. Yeah, then don't rape anybody. Get you're a not. fucking pocket pussy, you fucking nasty. Join a club where it's kind of like, you know, the men are into a little bit darker stuff that might satiate your need for this creepy shit. Yeah. Strangle play is a thing. Choking yep. is a thing. Like, you just do it with consent. Do it safely. I don't think a person like that can do it safely. I think they would lose control. You're probably right. And that's probably kind of how, you know, maybe that's how the first one happened, too. Maybe it was kind of like and a, then he found out, oh, shit, I killed I like somebody. That. Yeah. I mean, Dahmer blacked out half the time. Because mm-hmm. he obviously didn't not like it. It wasn't just to save himself from prison because he exactly. littered his, their bodies everywhere. Yep. He everywhere. liked it. Everywhere. Everywhere. Did I say it that way? You did. <laughs> Everywhere. I really got a cough, and I'm trying to wait to the end here. So, <clears throat> in order to save himself from the death penalty, <laughs> he pled guilty to first degree mort- murder. He is a, a mortar. Mortar. He was awarded. That's why. Yeah. He yeah. was awarded 
eight consecutive sentence life sentences without the possibility of parole. Okay. And he is currently interred at the Louisiana oh. State Penitentiary in Angola, Louisiana. I'd have given so. him life for every person he took. I would have as well. That's usually how they do it. It's almost like they only convicted him on a certain amount of them. And maybe I bet you it was the ones where they, did, they found yeah. his semen on the two victims. Yeah, there's probably DNA present that they mm-hmm. can link him to. Other there was than two that, of them that there was. You don't want the risk of being able to walk. Mm-hmm. So if you can't try them all, like, yeah. at least get them on what you fucking can. And he's still in there for life. And yeah. he did, at least he did say, these and are the men that I killed. So we know. were able to give them at least a little bit of justice. But uh-huh. Oliver LeBanks was the first one that he had left a semen sample on. So. Tell the one. That is all I have for you. My computer's plugged in now, so there's a buzz. So I'm going to let you go. And uh, you just go and like all the pages like we talked about in the beginning. And have a good weekend. Yeah, leave reviews too, guys. Yeah, leave reviews. That's all we got. See you next week. See you next week. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.